it may not bode well for your product, if you're in charge of it and you're telling people there isn't any demand or there isn't any value in it. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan. You can check me out on social platforms at Zan Morning. Today, I want to discuss something that I saw in a wrestling card Facebook group centered around Upper Deck AEW products and the people in charge of them. I'm sure you're listening to this as well as myself and anyone interested in AEW products and are wondering, what the heck is going on with their products? Why are they not coming out? Why are they this delayed? And with the comments made recently by someone from Upper Deck that's in charge of these products, I really have to question, what is the future for them? But before we get into this very interesting discussion today, just a quick reminder of how you can show your support for all of the content that I put out. The easiest thing you can do is hit that subscribe button wherever platform you're listening to this on and leave me a review. If you like it, if you don't like it, just leave me some sort of review and let other listeners know what they can expect from this podcast. It really helps the show out, gets us more listeners. Share it with a friend, tell a collector about it, tell a wrestling fan, and don't forget to check the links in the show notes to my YouTube channel, which is the main hub for my content, my eBay store, wrestling with cards on Patreon, and much, much more. So I recently read a post in the Card Foundation podcast Patreon Facebook group, and that was the whole reason for today's episode. And first off, I want to shout out Card Foundation podcast and everything they do. They've definitely carved out a niche within the wrestling card hobby and are doing a great, consistent job with their content. Not only that, they've also managed to build a great community in the process. And hey, speaking of that... If you enjoy what the Card Foundation podcast is doing, consider joining their Patreon group. So in this Facebook group, a post came from member Tyler Barnes. Shout out to Tyler. And I'm going to read this post verbatim. Gotta love when you're at AEW FanFest and talking to the Upper Deck guy, and he even recommends to not grade their products. There's an edit in this post that says that the Upper Deck guy doesn't see a demand currently, and he's not necessarily saying the products are damaged or not good. He goes on to say... This person is a huge Conti fan, and he remembers him talking about him on that episode. And the reason he brought that up is because Tyler has the one of one. Now, I'm going to read through some of the replies to this post again verbatim. Danny Medina, shout out to Danny. Wait, what? He suggested not to grade any of these cards. Any specific reason? Why did he mention? Seen some good grades. And then Tyler replies, He just said he doesn't see a market for them yet. And it's not him saying that their products are awful or damaged. He just doesn't recommend grading them until he sees more movement. And that upper deck person being Billy Celio, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He was on the Card Foundation podcast. So again, go check out the archives of their channel. And you should be able to find that episode of him talking with the guys. Oof, so a lot to get to. Uh, Let's start dissecting the talking points. And I just want to give my opinions on this. Let's start with the comment that there is no demand for grading AEW products. What a ludicrous comment. People seem to want everything graded now. Cards, comics, action figures, VHS, just to name a few things. There's always going to be a demand for grading things just in general anymore. And as I read that post, according to Tyler, Billy wasn't necessarily saying that the products were poor quality, but that, and I quote, he doesn't see a market for them yet and doesn't recommend grading the cards until he sees more movement. Well, I guess this is a guy that suggests following the trends instead of getting out ahead of them. And if you want to mirror that, Upper Deck's doing a great job with their product line being followers, not leaders. How can there be a demand for something when there isn't a lot of it out there in the first place? How can there be any movement or activity when there aren't many or any of a suggested thing that people want out there in the first place? You could even make this analogy with AEW products in general, graded or not. You can't create a demand for anything if that thing, there isn't anything out there to begin with. More on that a little bit later. 
Let's move on to Billy being a Conti collector. So Tyler apparently has this one-of-one one Conti, and I guess they were he was discussing that with Billy. And I'm curious if Billy tried to make a play on that card. Tyler, if you're listening to this, let us know. You would think Billy would have done whatever he could to get that card and use this as a chance to promote the demand for their own product and how fun it is. Hey guys, look, AEW has one-of-one one cards. It's the only one there is of your favorite talent in AEW. This is the kind of stuff you can get out of our products. And talk about the chase, and it would have been a fun story to talk about collectors getting together and getting cards into the right people's hands, the super collector or the fans. But what do I know? I'm just a random person with a wrestling card podcast. Now I want to touch on a comment that Danny Medina replied to, and I actually missed this when I was reading through the notes originally, but I'm going to read it verbatim. Danny replied, You should have replied that there, there would be more of a demand if you had more numbered cards or autographs in the hobby box or released on time. So in reference to that comment, I completely disagree. I think that's one of the things with the initial product releases that seemed like a negative when the AEW products first launched, but actually ended up being a good thing because it started to drive up demand and it started to drive up prices of the truly rare cards. People were experiencing the feeling of the chase. And sure, it's fun to get autographed and numbered cards, but if you flood the market with them, that eliminates the demand in general. And it eliminates kind of the chase and the lore and the headline of hey this is the super rare card everybody wants it i mean i guess you could eliminate base cards altogether in a product just have less cards but have them all be numbered in autographs in turn you'd have to charge more for that box but as i've spoke about before in previous videos and podcasts there's still a huge demand out there for base cards whether it's just set collecting or collecting the base cards of their favorite talent it's not what the hobby mainstream talks about but they're out there they're much more affordable and are good gateways to get people into starting collecting. And I've always had the philosophy that numbered and auto cards should create more of a demand and more of a chase, no matter what that product is. I don't think these boxes should be full of them. And if that's the complaint that the boxes did not have these things in them, guys, just buy singles, quit ripping wax, target those singles, let everybody else do the dirty work, so to speak, of getting skunked on boxes. But when that card pops up, that single, I know it might not be as fun to hit the buy it now button or the best offer button or the bid button. It might not be as fun to do that as it is to rip wax. But from a common sense standpoint, if that's what you want, just go get that and don't worry about the rest. So closing out today's episode, I wanted to touch on AEW products in general and kind of tie this all together. Despite what Billy stated about there not being movement or demand, right out of the gate, the first ever AEW Upper Deck products had high demand on all fronts of the release. People wanted the cards. People wanted the boxes. They wanted to get into box breaks. And yes, people wanted these things in slabs. They wanted to score that 10. They wanted that autograph authenticated. They wanted that gold parallel to add to their super collection. Since then, we've seen nothing but delays and in what my opinion are very subpar designs. And Billy spoke about the issues with delays on the Card Foundation podcast. Again, make sure to go check that out in the Card Foundation podcast episode archive. But let's cut to the chase. Panini's been putting out wrestling card products. Up until recently, they had a delay with Revolution. Leaf has been putting out wrestling cards. Indie Promotions have been putting out wrestling cards. Upper Deck is even putting out their own cards within other IPs. So Hockey or Marvel or whatever. But yet, AEW seems to be a year or two behind on wrestling card releases. Enough with the excuses at this point, really. I said it from day one how excited I was when it was announced that AEW would be getting the metal product featuring precious metal gems. And even after the first few delays, I was still pretty pumped about it. But now, I don't know, I've just kind of not been thinking about it. Like many others have stated about the AEW product, when your new releases are out of sight, out of mind, 
people stop caring. When your products end up having names that are no longer in the promotion that people were once excited to get, again, people stop caring about that. So maybe at the end of the day, considering the current situation with Upper Deck and AEW, maybe their product just doesn't have a demand. And maybe it's not valuable. How's it going to be valuable if you can't get it into the hands of the collectors? What do you think about this whole Upper Deck AEW situation? And what do you think about my comments made on this post today? I'd love to hear your feedback. Let me know on social media. You can find links to all of my social platforms in the show notes. And while you're checking out the links in the show notes, make sure to check out all the other ways you can help show your support for my content, such as the main hub of my content, my YouTube page, Wrestling With Cards, the eBay store, Wrestling With Cards on Patreon, other podcasts I'm involved with, and much more. If this episode brought you some value today, hit that subscribe button, leave me a review, tell a friend about the show, and until next time, when just maybe we'll have a new Upper Deck AEW product release. Probably not, but we can hope, right? Until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun. We'll see you.